Moms Leaders, and welcome to Connections, the podcast. I'm Jennifer Iverson, and today we are chatting with Sherry Crandall. Sherry is the Vice President of Global Ministries and Leadership Experience here at MOPS, and that just means that Sherry oversees all things leaders. Sherry is also a speaker and an author. She loves to garden and play golf, but what she really loves is spending time with her friends and family. Today, Sherry and I are going to talk about another one of Sherry's passions, the global sisterhood here at MOPS. Well, welcome, Sherry. I'm so excited that we get to have this conversation today and learn a little bit more about global MOPS. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Jen. I am a big fan of Connections, the podcast, and I am one of the the co-hosts along with you and Kelly Jordan. And it's become one of my favorite things that we do because I think we get these nuanced conversations and it's really important for our leaders to realize what they're a part of, like what are they leading in? And so I think it's gonna be good conversation around what it means to be part of a global ministry. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk, I want to start our conversation a little bit helping our leaders of groups in the United States. That's where we are, you know, that's where our largest uh, presence is. So I want to help them understand a little bit more this concept of global, like we're a MOPS International, a global ministry. Help us understand a little bit more about just how how far our reach is? Okay, that's a great question. Let's start with some perspective. So when you say we in the United States and those leaders, we are in all of our states. So we're in all 50 states. But when you think about that, all 50 states make up one country, the United States. And we're in 72 countries right now, which means there are 71 other countries in the world that have MOPS programs, okay? The United States, it feels like, and we are very large within the U.S., but I think it's important to know that that's just one of the 72 countries that we operate in. And when we talk about a global ministry or a global sisterhood, um, it really kind of started like this whole idea of partnering with other countries. Uh, When I met Monica Rivera, and a lot of you know her, and we say it was such a God moment at MomCon, and that's why I want all of you to go to MomCon, because you just, God shows up so big there, and he thought we should meet, and it's a beautiful story, and I probably won't do all the details today, because many of you have heard it, but from that moment, when God orchestrated my meeting with Monica, we started to dream together, like, what would it look like And this is when I was the women's ministry director at Mission Hills. So what would it look like for a church in the suburbs of Denver, Colorado, to partner with a group in the center of the city of Guatemala and in Guatemala City, right, in this country? What would that look like? And I learned so much from my beginning interactions. We just kind of exchanged phone numbers at that time. I really felt like God had placed on my heart, like, oh, we got to do this. And so I credit God for all of it. But I also thank him for allowing Monica and I to dream together, to really 
both of us are kind of strategic thinkers. And so what does that look like and putting that together? And it started with prayer. Yeah. So maybe the biggest thing I could ask you if you're sitting in the United States today and listening to us, can you just be praying for our global sisters um, in those other countries and start there? And then I think you'd be surprised when God places it on your heart to do something about it. And one of the biggest lessons I learned, because I think as Americans, sometimes we show up like, how can I help you? I'm here to save the day. And Monica, who is, you know, a little feisty, she was like, the first thing we need to get settled right away is that we don't need help. We want a partner. Nice. And that was so eye-opening to me, Jen. I was like, okay, so what does that look like, Monica? You want a partner. And she said, please know that we have many things to offer you as well. And that conversation with her was life-giving and life-changing because we made a different approach. Instead of we at Mission Hills thinking, how can we help our sisters in Guatemala? They were like, well, they're financially fine where she is, okay? So it wasn't like we needed to do that. They wanted to partner with us. So that meant prayer. That meant the exchange of ideas the way we did MOPS. And yes, some of it did involve like raising money to help do translation, those types of things. But the biggest thing was this equal footing of we're all moms. You can learn from us. We can most definitely learn from you. So I would just say the perspective change in the U.S. is one of 72 countries and it's not always about like what we can do for you. It's like what we can all learn to be better citizens of the kingdom that God, God's called us to. Yeah, it's really a linking of arms almost that we together as mothers around the globe um, all have this desire to see our children um, grow and and serve the Lord. You know, that may not be the mom that's sitting in your group right now. She may not know that that's her goal, but we as leaders know that that's really our goal, right? Is for our our children to know Jesus and to see us linking arms just all across the globe, doing that together as partners. Well, thank you. I think it's super important to also note here when you say that linking of arms, um, it's intentionality, right? Because I could be walking by your side, you and I could be walking on the same street. And so we're walking together. But if I'm going to link arms with you, it requires intentionality and action. And I actually have to like move my arm to then join your arm. And you have to allow me to join. Does yeah. that make sense? Like picture that movement right now. You and I are walking down the street. If we're going to link arms, we both have to do something about it. Right, right. So that to me is the beautiful picture is that in order to like be sisters, we have to be intentional. And in order to be sisters, I think you have to recognize two things. First of all, it's important to recognize the differences and celebrate those. Mm -hmm. So when people are like, oh, we're just all moms and it doesn't matter. Well, sort of. Yes, we're all moms, but the differences really matter because that's where you learn. That's where you grow. When you start to see my life would look different if I lived in Africa or Guatemala or 
anywhere in Europe. It just would look different. And to just say we're all the same and that's great, really you miss out on the beauty of celebrating and acknowledging the differences. Because what works for me, um, I live in Tennessee right now, so what works for me in Tennessee might even look different for you in Pennsylvania, but most definitely looks different than the mom who's living in another country. So first, really acknowledge those differences because they're beautiful. But then the layer on top of that is that it is a motherhood is this beautiful universal language. Like we all want our kids to do well. We all want our kids to feel loved. We all want to do the very best job we can. And so what does that look like? So it's acknowledging the differences, but then overlaying the commonalities that makes for this really beautiful thing called the global sisterhood. I love that. So you mentioned a couple of countries. Can you tell us um, maybe, well, I think that that analogy of walking arm in arm also implies this closeness, like this vulnerability, this knowing each other. And you mentioned, um, you know, meeting Monica at MomCon where you got to get to know each other a little more. And and from your story, I know you spent more time together, you know, dreaming. So not all of us have this opportunity right now to meet somebody, but could you introduce us to a couple of people or a couple of stories um, from our global MOPS groups to give us a little bit of an idea of what MOPS looks like in other countries? Absolutely. One person who I think is just doing this amazingly well, uh, we have volunteers we call Global Ministry Developers or GMD. So you might hear that term. And Destiny uh, Lehe, she lives in Maryland and she has, uh, she oversees Africa. And, you know, Africa is not a country, it's a continent. People <laughs> <Right>? are <laughs> like, oh, that's right, I forgot about that. So there's lots of countries within that. And a beautiful way that I can highlight that part of the world is highlighting Destiny and the amount of efforts that she has gone to, to, she does raise money. She does leadership training for them, uh, but she's also developed these really deep friendships. And uh, one of them is with favor and favor is one of our African leaders from Zambia. And if you've ever met favor, I describe her as one of the most elegant, soft-spoken, but deeply love the Lord people that I've ever met in my life. And she's so gracious and so kind. And the first year I met her again, MomCon people, you got to come to MomCon. You got to go to MomCon. I have a global sisterhood breakfast that you could come and hang out with me and the girls. But I met her and by the end of the week, she, every day she came in traditional African dress. And I was just so, she wanted to show her country pride in these beautiful fabrics because Africa is known for their fabric. And so I was like, favor every day you have come just dressed beautifully. I love these fabrics. Well, at the end of the week, she gave me one of her tops mm. and it just, I started crying and she wanted me to remember her and these fabrics. And so I have it, I kind of put it in this little, um, like shadow box, so to think, because I can look at it and know that she's one representative of this vastly, even within the African continent, wildly different countries live 
in that place. But she's such a beautiful leader. And um, and Destiny has done such a good job in building relationships. And that's really what MOPS is about anyway, right? Is our relationship. So Africa has so many beautiful leaders. I could just go on and on. Uh, Stephanie in Rwanda, she took MOPS from like, again, she met Destiny, flew to Rwanda, and they started this like information night. So who's interested? Stephanie would walk from different villages with MOPS material. And now we have like a thousand moms that do MOPS in Rwanda because Stephanie's on fire. And she's just one of those people that are like, you need Jesus and I can help you and you need to be a better mom. So you should be part of MOPS. And, you know, we train them. We have very specific trainings for our leaders, just like we do stateside. Um, but it's people like that that are just, and you might never know her and we might never get to meet her in person, but these are women doing what you're doing in the States and they love mops. Like when you say mops saved my life, I get to meet with the African leaders and they will say, yeah, mops saved my life. Yeah. Um, Albania, they just had this big conference this week where, um, there's an expat, her name's Nita and she's a mentor mom and she is also working hand in hand with our GMD Bona in Albania. And Bona was invited to MOPS when her husband was in seminary stateside, but she's from Albania. So she took this idea of MOPS back to her home country. And now Albania is just thriving. And they had this meeting this week. And one of the leaders who's going through our training to be a cohort leader she told Nita, she's like, our goal should be that we have a MOPS group in every city throughout Albania. Wow. Wow. And so God places this like heart of service and this heart to like reach moms, not just in Texas, not just in Baltimore, right? But like all over the world. And that's what I want y'all to know. Like you're just part of something so much bigger than yourself. And that God is really working. Like we've doubled the size of Africa. Latin America is on fire. Like, and so many of these countries, like we just get these stories that I, it's only God. Like we right. have amazing leaders. Trust me. I'm not discounting you. Please hear me that. <laughs> but I don't know, folks, we couldn't do any of this without God really putting that out there. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love how you um, told us a story about, mops in Zambia and mops in Albania, because I love saying we are all over the world from Albania to Zambia, you know, sort I of even think of that when I shared, but Janet, it's so true from A to Z, we are there. We are, we are in lots of places. Um, so, and I love the story too of saying, I want to have a mops group in every uh, city in Albania. I. To me, while, yes, the United States is one country made up of 50 states, size-wise, that would be like somebody saying, I want a MOPS group in every city in Kansas. I mean, it, yeah. and when I put it down to that size, you know, there is not a MOPS group in every city in Pennsylvania. Um, but MOPS definitely changed my life, and I would want MOPS to change the life of every mom that I run into. So I can understand, I can understand that. That that is beautiful. How can we 
we know we can come to MomCon and meet some global sisters. How else can we get together and meet with some global sisters? Well, show up on Facebook uh, because we have, you know, especially if you're in the cohort community, every Wednesday we promote global mops. And so you get to really hear firsthand stories from people who are directly involved with mops in other countries. So join us on Facebook in the cohort community. There's also global leaders on Facebook, which is also really fun for us to um, promote. And then just be, be a student of what's going on in the organization. So this might sound silly, but read your emails, folks, like the connections <laughs> and, and all of those things, because we highlight that. And yeah. then you could actually become a Global Sisterhood partner. We just started a new partnership with Cherry Hills, which is in Denver, and Brazil. And I was blessed to go with Mandy a couple years ago to Brazil and they had a mom con there and these talk about on fire and capable and amazing. These women are like, oh, just amazing women in Brazil and Christina, who's on staff, you know, she is the leader of amazing in Brazil. And so we got to go and meet these ladies. And for the first time, Brazil is going to have a group. That is their sisterhood. So I got to introduce them to each other. You guys, I really do have the best job in the world. I got to introduce them to each other via Zoom a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and the girls got to show up from Cherry Hills. And the girls showed up from Brazil. And, you know, sometimes the language is like, what? You know, you're kind of figuring it out. But they're going to start a sisterhood. And they're going to start really small by praying for each other. Then they're sharing, they're going to write letters, they're going to share recipes, they're going to share kind of like mom hacks, like what does a day look in their life, what systems, like all these things, and they have big ideas and big plans, but it all starts real small. So if you're interested in partnering with a global group, here's what I would advise you. Pray about it. Again, we're big believers in, in prayer. What is God telling you to do, right? So always start there. Then talk to your church ministry staff. So I think, too, if you have a church that's very focused on missions work, like where I attend in Denver, it's Mission Hills. And it's Mission Hills because they really believe in mission and, and sharing Jesus across the world. So talk to your church. Do they already have mission trips going to Uganda or Zambia or Brazil or wherever, maybe it's Scotland or maybe it's the UK. If they're doing something and we have a MOPS group there, let's figure that out. You know, you could start a MOPS group in a new city or you could partner with someone in a different city. But a lot of times, like the mission pastor or the family pastors who's in charge of that, they like to go, oh, we already have a footpath there. So don't think you have to like create your own trail, like stay on the footpath that your your church is doing. And that's a lot of a time where we just get a lot of success that way, because then you get buy in from your church staff, you get buy in from the leaders and you can make it part of, oh, when the guys go to build the house over here, then the moms are going to go and get to do mops like it. There's beautiful ways that we can do that. And we can also 
you can email us. We can help you with ideas. But start with prayer. If God's placing that on your heart, then speak with your church leadership. Kind of get like their permission and ideas of where they're already working. And then let's help you partner. Email us. We can tell you if we have a group there. Or maybe you're the person that's supposed to start a group there. You just never know. I love the idea of of starting with what connections you already have. You don't have to reinvent the wheel from scratch. Yes. Um, You know, we have the materials to help you, but you may already have connections. Maybe you have a mom in your group that has connections someplace else. Um, We had a lady in a group once that her entire family was in Germany. And so, you know, that was a great connection. And she was able to tell her family back in Germany about mops and sort of unintentional kind of unfolding of things. Um, And I think God, especially if God is placing the idea of connecting in this global partnership on your heart, the path is probably already laid out with connections for you. You don't have to work super hard to find them. So I think you'll be surprised. I also want to say real quick, when you talked about like we have curriculum, so we have created a global curriculum. Um, You know how every year we have the theme and a lot of the countries do the theme with us. That's a big thing. Uh, But also for some of the countries that are just starting or maybe English is really a lot harder. We have started a global curriculum, which is a simplified curriculum. It also works really well if you're starting a new group and you want to keep things really simple. And we have taken that curriculum and we now have volume one and volume two. And we're starting volume three this year, which is super exciting. But we have them now in 17 languages. Wow. So that is amazing. I know. It's so great. And so if there's a language where, where you're like, well, I know these people and they live here. Do you have it? Probably yes. I mean, I think I can safely say 17 covers a lot of the major uh, languages. And a fun thing, we had our Canadian GMD who speaks French. And, you know, Canada really has struggled with all of the shutdowns and everything with COVID. And so groups were not able to meet in person. And she just has this heart to really serve. So she was talking to Destiny that I mentioned to you about Africa. And we started connecting, Mandy is her name, to leaders in Africa who are French speakers. Then she translated everything into French. And now we have three new countries in Africa that can be involved with us because they're French speakers. Oh, nice. Nice. Just sort of a roundabout way that intertwines us even more. I love it. So think about like what you offer or like maybe your family is from wherever and you still have family there and you think your cousin needs a mops group. Well, she probably does. I'm just saying everyone needs a mops group. But when you're praying, like, what does that look like for you? What could your involvement be? Oftentimes, it's just right in front of your nose. It already exists. You maybe just thought you weren't capable, but you are. And we're here to help you um, because, you know, we have systems in place now that we can really help make a difference. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that is important perspective to see. Um, how we are very intertwined. And I love how you said how we can celebrate our differences, um, but we can also um, focus on how much we're alike 
Um, and I just think that's beautiful. And seeing it woven kind of like a tapestry all together, all around the globe. One of the countries that we're really focused right now is uh, Ukraine. Um, so much unrest over there. And we've got mops in action happening over there, too. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we really do. Um, as you all know, it's been very heartbreaking, um, the war on the Ukrainian people. And of course, we find moms and kids like right in, in the middle of all of this mess. And so during COVID, our groups who were meeting in the Ukraine uh, kind of stopped meeting like a lot of the groups in the U.S., right, that there just were so many restrictions you couldn't meet. But they kept their connections, right, as we all do on Facebook or WhatsApp or whatever it is, they still wanted to be together. So we immediately, our volunteers, we mobilize them, reach out, make sure these people are okay. And everyone is okay uh, but we also have many connections to other ministries and churches that have housed mops or that do work with moms in this region. And so as the story started piling in, uh, we decided, you know, we have to do something to help our sisters. And what was beautiful is that the mops moms in these surrounding countries, and we don't have mops in Poland, but we have connections to churches there. But I just want to shout out our girls in Romania in particular. I, They are now known in the community as the Mops Moms. And, and I mean like that with like an exclamation point, like the Mops Moms. They have put themselves out there to help in ways that I don't know. Would we really be willing to do that? Like, would you show up to a train station and just offer food and a stroller or a suitcase or clothes and then say, just come to my house tonight for dinner? That's what these mops moms are doing. One of the churches that has mops also has a preschool, but because of COVID, the preschool wasn't being used. So they took mattresses and just like blow up mattresses and other mattresses, put them on the floor. And it's become this refuge, this beautiful place where they can receive a hot meal, something warm to drink, some new clothing and helping them get on their next, like where is their next? Because a lot of the Ukrainians are going to different countries and Romania shares, and I wasn't aware of this, but they share a border uh, with Ukraine that's about 403 miles. So that's a lot of miles. And our MOPS groups are helping these people along the way. Many of them, as I said, have uh, brought these refugees into their homes and their churches have done really big things and they're getting them connected to other uh, places in Poland. Our girls in Germany, rock stars as well. Same, they are showing up at the train station. They're offering shelter and food and prayer. Uh, one of the leaders, I heard a story that they were at the train station just blowing bubbles so that the kids could have something that wasn't so scary. Um, another group had just a whole bunch of stuffed animals that they were bringing. And so we wanted to do something, you know, MOPS is not a relief organization per se. There's big people in the world that show up in that and do it so well. Um, but we can help moms help moms. And so we started the Global Sisterhood Fund. And within the first week, it raised over $10,000. 
That's beautiful and amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard for me to talk about it without getting really emotional. So if you hear me like all of a sudden, um, because it's moms helping moms and moms here can't be at the train station in Poland or Romania, but moms here can donate even something small and a hundred percent of the, those donations I'm managing the fund along with uh, Chris Olshofer who works in our office and does all of our accounting and things. And we're making sure that it goes directly to our partners who are helping moms um, survive this crisis. And one of those um, moms is a new mom. She gave birth uh, to little Brianna just last week in the middle of a war zone. And that picture of that baby when it came in, Jen, our team in particular, uh, because she's friends with Monica, her mom is friends with Monica, and they're church planters, and they have this beautiful shelter right now in place in the center of this war zone. And this baby was born. And when we got the picture, I literally, I, I showed my husband, and I just started bawling. Because I was like, she just means hope. Like this little baby, God still felt like she should be in this world. And so here she is. And her mom and grandma are just so thrilled and so excited, just like we were when our first kids came. Um, but your generosity of giving to the Global Sisterhood Fund is actually getting food and supplies and medical supplies to this area uh, that this church planting network is a part of. So um, it's just been so big and God has been so amazingly kind and protective and as good as he always is. God is always good, but wow. he's shown up so big in this and it's just so fun to see our moms get to help moms in a crisis. Yeah. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. There is something absolutely beautiful about seeing that new life, that hope in the midst of such destruction that it does. It's just overwhelming um, emotionally. And then to think that we have moms that are able to help and, and be a part. Because like you said, I, I can't show up in country to do something. Um, I don't have that ability. And um, But knowing that whatever we give, whether that's a large amount, whether it's a tiny amount, and that's the part that I think is amazing is if I were to give $5 to the Global Sisterhood Fund. That's not like $5 might not make a huge impact, but if everyone in my group gave $5, that's gonna make a bigger impact. And I think just knowing that my little piece can come together with other moms and create this beautiful um, gift of, uh, of hope and help. So I love that. It's really what MOPS is, right? Like we all give a little and for the collective bigger good, right? Like we we can all have our little amount that we can donate become much bigger because we're doing it together. We can all have our impact in our communities, our community groups when we're meeting together, whether online or in person, they matter. And so I just think it all matters. And so when we realize that as we show up, what we give and then as we like combine it with what you give and what the next person like we're we're a, kind of a big to do in the world when you think about it like right. coming together we're making a difference and it's all 
mom to mom. And like I said, we're not a relief organization. You know, the Red Cross and Samaritan's Purse and Doctors Without Borders that are doing these like surgeries and big relief things. But guess what? We're making the difference in the life. Um, I'll share one more story with you because it's really beautiful. So one of our leaders in Romania, she was talking to another MOPS mom that was in her group. And this MOPS mom shared a story. She said, you know, I always said, if I were fortunate enough to be given more than I needed, I would be generous and giving back. And she is a was a widow. Her husband was killed in a bizarre skydiving accident. And she was left with her kids to care for on her own. And she said, Mops has made such a difference in her life, being feeling like she could be a better mom. And so she decided to open her home to refugees. And the one lady that came to her home, she had to leave her husband and her two boys who are of age to be fighting. And so she doesn't know if she'll ever see them again. And she brought her two little girls and she said she was able to share her story that made a difference and help this mom operate out of hope instead of fear. Because mm -hmm. reality could be that she might never see one or all of those people that she loves the most in her life. Right. But she knew that she had hoped that she would see them again. Yeah. And she knew that she had hoped to get through the day because her needs of like hot soup and bread and something to put around her in clothing and her girls was being met. So if God could take care of those details, she could trust him in the big details. The big details. And so these are the stories, Jennifer, that we're hearing every day. And it just, um, it gives me so much hope that God is in the details. We can't understand it. Don't try. It'll hurt your brain. <laughs> it really hurts your heart. But at the same time, uh, we can do something that does matter to that mom sitting yeah. so far away from us. Absolutely. Well, Sherry, I appreciate your stories and um, your your encouragement for us on how we can be involved and how we can be part of this bigger picture and have a bigger understanding of that. You mentioned one of the best things we could do to start is to pray. And would you mind just ending us today with prayer for all of our moms across the globe? Oh, absolutely. It would be my honor to do so. God, we love you so much. And I just thank you for the ministry of MOPS. I thank you how this ministry started with women sitting around a small table in a little church in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, and how it has grown in the last 50 years to include moms in 72 countries and more on the way. We just know it. God, I pray that you will continue to create these global sisterhoods. I pray for our sisters in the United States and for those living all across the globe. And today I particularly pray for our sweet moms in Ukraine and our moms in Poland and Albania and Germany and across Europe who are doing such amazing things to honor you and to love these sweet moms in crisis. And so, God, I thank you that you show up in the big and you show up in the little, you show up in the good and you show up in the hard. And I thank you, Lord, that we can show up in all those places, too. And I thank you again for what it means to really be a sister. 
to someone who lives in a different area of the world and how you created them so beautifully and you created us so beautifully. And I just pray that more of us will be able to link arms so we can do the work that you have set before us. We love you so much, Lord, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Leaders, if you would like more information about how you can participate in the Global Sisterhood, visit mops.org global or email globalsisterhood at mops.org. If you would like to donate to our Global Sisterhood Fund, visit mops.org donate and select global as the project. This is the year of big things and the Global Sisterhood is where comfort zones are crumbling and relationships are being born. We hope you'll join us and be a part of that too.